You're listening to the Exchange Place Podcast. Welcome to another episode of The Exchange, where our hearts, souls, and ears come together for reciprocity and transformation. I am your host, Deborah Faith, and when we get together, we explore topics that help us to better understand ourselves and one another. The Exchange is my personal invitation for you to take inventory of your life. This is our space to be free, vulnerable, transparent. So live in it, learn from it, invite others to it, and most of all, protect it. Take care of it and it will take care of you. Welcome back to the Exchange Place Podcast, y'all. We got AB in the building yet again. He got his killer threads on, yo. I want some. I need that in a small. <laughs> Just so you know. Make it happen. Make it happen. Cause so I can rock it on the show and, you know, people could hit you up. Hey. 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 The last time you that. was here, you shared a lot. And now I got you back. Yeah, man. Yeah. Last show was a good show, though. Hey, I appreciate you bringing me on. <laughs> Hopefully, people pull something from it. Nah, people got to pull something from it. And people want to pull something for, for, from today, too. We talking about relationship drama. Mm. <laughs> we about to share this. Now, it's so funny because today I feel like it's going to be a it's gonna be a battle of the sexes, <laughs> which we always do. Okay. Of just perspectives, which I love because I think we need those perspectives. And we got the male perspective in the house. And, ladies, I'm representing y'all today. So, um, mm. yeah. Cause, so, I, I, wanted, I wanted to talk about relationship traumas because I think I, I suffer from it, which yeah. I've shared <laughs> with yeah. you. Um, and we always talk about protecting ourselves from getting hurt. Got it. Right? And at this point in my life, I don't believe that's a real thing. And I know you might disagree with me because I do think that in order, A, to, to find love, you have to be vulnerable enough to open yourself up to possibly being hurt. And in my in my experience, I'm going to share with you, um, okay. I think at times in relationships, I've tried to kind of like combat the blow that I felt like was coming and whether that meant controlling the situation, which I'm sure ladies and men, I'm sure that everybody's kind of guilty of at one point or not kind of feeling like, oh, my God. And I'm not talking about toxic relationships, but even not having healthy relationships and then being presented with somebody who's healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like where you kind of be like, oh, this feels too good to be true. And then you start you start self-sabotaging and telling yourself all these stories. And I have left at a point and this is when I was younger, but I've left a really good relationship because I was afraid Hmm. of what may happen down the line. Okay. Yeah. So and I do not think at the time. I really thought I was um, 
How can I say? I thought I was... I thought it would be easier if I left. Hmm. Instead of that person leaving me down the line. I thought it would hurt worse if that person left me down the line because... And let me give the... You know, I I don't hide stuff, right? So I want to give a little backstory. So... Prior to having my my children, um, I had um, my oldest son, who I lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and right after that, people, you know, doctors were saying I wasn't going to be able to have children. Mm, yeah. um, and the relationship that I was in at that particular point, um, I knew that he wanted children. Gotcha. Right. Yeah, yeah. I knew that children was a were a big part of who he was. And I felt at that particular time and I had never in the past, I felt mm-hmm. inadequate. Um, and again, that has there's tons of layers to that, because there was um, if I go back, there was a. Um, an issue as far as me dealing with grief. So I had just lost a child. On top of that, I really wanted to, and I know this is probably, it's probably not going to sound crazy, but I, there was a there was an urgency for me to replace that child in the mm. sense of, like, I felt like for the first time me and him was out of sync. Like, before he could, like, finish my sentences and all of that, and after losing my son, I felt like... He's definitely he definitely wants children. I know that, right? He's gotcha. definitely a family oriented guy. Mm-hmm. If I cannot have children, even if he accepts me right now, eventually he's gonna leave. Like it was like a uh, panic okay. of that, right? I get you. So instead, me at that point, and this is we're talking way younger me, um, yeah. made a decision that I would leave first. Because I was like, it's no way I can take. I had never experienced this level of love. I had never experienced somebody who actually loved me. Um, And I don't mean just like said I love them, you know, love me, but like really has shown me love. Mm -hmm. And I was afraid to lose that in the sense of like him walking away. So somewhere in my mind, I'm I'm making the face for people who are watching because I like, what was I thinking? Right. It's like. I'm like, okay, so let me leave the situation. Got it. Okay. And I know it probably doesn't sound like normal, but it, it was like my own self, self-sabotaging my own self, trying to prevent the hurt that I felt like I would feel. So I left. So in this case scenario, yeah, you were just trying to I was trying prevent to... the potential future hurt that yeah. could potentially come. But how often do we all do that? And how often... I mean, you have had some conversations of previous stuff, and we're going to yeah, get yeah. into that. But, like, how often are people, you think, doing that type of stuff? Like, hey, I want to prevent this, so if I cut it off here, maybe the healing's going to be a week opposed to two months. Or, like, I can kind of take that. I'm going to cry for two days, and then I'm going to be good. You know what I mean? And yeah. I've done that. I don't mm. know if that's... I've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm with you on that. Yeah, but, yeah. like, where, where, where do you think that comes from or why, for you, so to speak? Um, you, You're saying, like, trying to protect yourself. Yeah, trying to protect yourself. Um, I think... So I think it, it, it comes twofold, right? Like, okay. at least for me, it comes in, in two, two ways, right? Okay. So even before you get to... Thinking about intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. You're thinking about how can I protect myself, especially when you come from, um, you know, an urban area that's just like, you know. Yeah. So you're trying to navigate that and figure out how to protect yourself. How I did that was um, 
I wanted to play the cool card, right? Meaning, if I'm cool with most people, mm-hmm. the percentages of uh, beefs or fights that I'll get in will be at a lower Less. percentage. Okay. Right? I got you. Yeah. So, and that, that came to be true because throughout high school, I had three fights. Mm. That's it. Just three. Because you was cool with everybody. Because I was cool. I, wonder, I was cool with everyone. I, I navigated the space. Like, and this is going to sound crazy and it's going to sound very dated, but like, I watched a bunch of television shows and the, the people who navigated space as well were always like really cool people. They didn't really get in beef. Uh, women, you know, adored them and they just kind of navigated spaces. I watched like, the fine Stefan, or like I watched how they navigated rooms. Wow. And they would get through. So I'm saying that to go back to the relationship side, right? Yeah. So how how do you kind of protect yourself, right? Like you look at uh you know, how things are done in the media, um, pimp culture, like really cool, like all of these things are done really cool. Mm-hmm. So for me, being cool or letting it kind of roll off your back was my protection, not just, not just you know, with relationships, but also in navigating wow. a neighborhood that... You're giving me all your secrets. <laughs> no, because I'm thinking back, you were the cool kid. Like... Yeah, that was like, I studied, like, not even like it. I studied cool characters on television. And granted, uh, part of me is glad um, <laughs> we, we were before the YouTube era where you could, like, rewind. Because I could imagine just rewinding the fines, like, trying to get gestures, like, movements. Like, uh, I used to study how Snoop would rap. So when I would talk, I would kind of bow my hands. Like, I would do certain things, to make, but make it mine, though, clearly. Got you. Got you. So how did that in turn look like, what did that look like for you in relationships then? And and coupled with the protection of, because you, you know, you you were, I don't want to call you a ladies' man, but <laughs> you were, the ladies loved you. Like, not in, and I don't mean like in a, just a, oh, you have to, like, even me, you was cool. Like, again, yeah, yeah, the yeah, cool, yeah. the cool cat. Yeah. Like, we can hang out, we can chill, we can whatever. So, like, what did that look like as far as dating? Because, so, so I think uh, for, for for anything is like with being cool, mm-hmm. really being cool is really making sure whoever you're encountering mm-hmm. that they feel comfortable and safe. That's really what being cool is. Yeah. We just use words that make it seem a little bit more like. I got you. Yeah. Uh, right. But that's really what it is. So. Whether I was on a corner with hustlers for a few minutes, whether I was in a classroom with a math nerd, whether I was with the pretty girl, whether I was with the basketball star, whoever I was with, Mm -hmm. they would know, like, yo, he's cool. Like, I can feel comfortable with him. I could feel safe, safe, right? So... So that's really what that really was, Mm -hmm. but I just disguised it with gestures of yeah. uh, physical coolness, right? So gotcha. that's really what it is, is doing that. So how that looks in relationships as far as, like, protecting yourself mm-hmm. is um, 
you know, certain things may go down, right? Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. So, um, the girl that I ended up losing my virginity to, right? Mm-hmm. She had a boyfriend the whole time, right? You weren't aware of that, right? No, well, okay. I wasn't at first, but then I did find out. We talked about it, right? Okay. But at the same time, um, there's things that you put in the air that kind of give you, I guess, like breaths of freedom, right? At least in those moments, you okay. feel breaths of freedom. So, one, I wasn't committed to her, right? Okay. Even though kind of you were because you spent so much time yeah, being so with her, right? Gotcha. But that allowed me to still be able to kind of go and, all right, I'm going to hang out with whoever. Tia on Tuesday, <laughs> yeah, whatever, gotcha. like, right? And so what that allows you to do is that allows you to not be as invested because that's where the hurt comes in, right? The hurt comes in your investment of that, right? So now I don't have to invest as much. Okay. And it's just like if we were to step out of relationship and go into like business, right? Mm-hmm. Right? If I only put in, I don't know, 50% of my savings into this stock, when that stock plummets, the effect that it's going to have on me is less. It's less. So in that same vein, whatever I'm investing into this woman, and I may like her, right? But I'm only going to invest a certain amount of, amount of my heart in my, like, really giving her everything. Yeah. So if things do go left, my investment is not as affected. Got you. So let's back up because I want to. So you not being so you were invested to a certain point because you lost your virginity to her. Yeah. At the point you found out she has a girlfriend. I mean, a boyfriend. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You never know these days. But you know what I'm saying? But like she has a boyfriend. Yeah. Are you hurt? Um. I, so I think I am hurt. Right. OK. So I'll say this. I think I am hurt. Mm-hmm. One where I was young, so like my view of what hurt is mm-hmm. is developing in that moment. Got you. So you're affected I'm, though. I'm definitely affected. Okay. Right. And so what I'm telling myself is I need to wait to truly invest in my whole being Into or my her. whole soul or however you want to yeah. word it, right? Got you. I need, I need to take time to do that. So I would just give little investments, right? Okay. But you still continue to date her or whatever. Date her. And then, you know, um, I feel like now, I similar to business, and I feel like, all right, well, because I don't have to put my entire, um, you know, money load into, into this that. investment. Yeah. Oh, I could kind of play in other markets and see what's happening. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got right. you. I like I like that analogy. So, All right. So now you're dating her and dating other people. Mm-hmm. Do you like other people? I mean, I know you like them surface wise, but are you? Um, are you? Do you want to invest with anyone else? Is I guess is my question, or is it like I'm invested with you to a certain extent, but I really know I can't. I can't get what I would really want from you because ultimately you yeah. would have wanted to be yeah one hundred percent invested. Yep, right. I would have, but I think 
um, because <laughs> that's the way that the market went that year. Okay. <laughs> right. And I felt like, oh, the results are pretty good. I'm, it's fine. Yeah. I continue to follow that same like formula throughout life for years. You know what I mean. And then, um, and then on the on the other side of it, um, not being held accountable on the other end in other relationships. Okay. And I, I'll give you an example of that. Okay. Moving moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just ask you this. So. As you've evaluated, okay, well, this person and you're dating, you know, I can't fully invest in it even though I want to. Now you're dating other people. Are you available? Like, and I know, so technically, and let me, let me explain what I mean when I, before you Mm -hmm. answer. Yeah. When I say, are you available? Um, I know you are available in the sense of you're not, you're not committed to that person, Mm -hmm. but are you really available emotionally to even offer that to anybody else? Or have you decided from this one instance that this is how the market goes? Yeah. Overall? Yep. And so the so the entire market now is preference off is, or, is is kind of being played. And off, I and looking back the, I know off now. Off of the first encounter. No, not just off the first encounter, but um I'll give you, I'll give you a, I could give you another example. Okay. So, um, if we, if we fast forward just actually a few months. Okay. I'm like, all right, so clearly I can't invest, you know, in in, in this one as much. Yeah. And that stuff. I meet, I meet another, I meet another young woman from Montclair. Now, granted, I'm a, I'm a junior at this point. Okay. So, um, I meet a girl from Montclair, you know, we're talking, we're on the phone every day, blah, blah, blah. And so um, there comes a moment where she's just like, hey, come, you know, come to my crib and let's hang out for a weekend. I'm like, well, how am I going? How are you going to pull that off? Okay. Um, I have a cool brother who who lets some things happen. So fast forward, I end up spending the weekend with her. Things happen how they happen. Yeah. Um, just to give you a little bit more foresight, mm-hmm. I played AAU a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit of basketball. I played for the UCC Celtics, and I went to a couple of basketball camps. Okay. So there was um, a, a dude who played ball. That summer, I played a lot of ball with him. Okay. All right? Throwing Miley Oops, you know, whatever. I yeah. played ball with him. Fast forward. So it's two weeks after... Our uh, weekend, meets our weekend, right? Mm-hmm. I um, I call her up. Somebody picks up the phone. Now she had a younger brother. He, he kind of had the, the bass in his voice, a little Barry White in him, <laughs> okay. right? So I go, um, can I speak to? Yeah, you know. And then he goes, no. And it's like I'm like, oh, okay. And then he hangs up the phone. So I probably speak to her two days later, and she goes, um. I go, hey, hey, and I'm just joking though. Mm-hmm. I go, hey, yeah, your little boyfriend picked up the phone and um and told me I couldn't talk to you. Yo. She goes, Oh, for real? Was he rude? Silence for a second, right? Yeah. 
So I'm like, oh, this is real. <laughs> this is real. She really this has is a real. <laughs> she really has. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. So then once I realize, oh, it's real, I go, oh, why didn't you tell me? Well, you never asked. Mm. Got it. Okay. Wow. So it's all hitting me. Again, remember, my my thing is, oh, it's, I'm the cool dude. This is definitely bothering me. I'm really upset. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, I'm like, well, you know, you should have told me. Man, it's cool, you know. And then I go, I just go like, what is this guy's name, though? Like, I don't know what made me ask that. But I'm like, what is this guy's name? She mm-hmm. tell me his name. Then I'm like, does he go to this high school? And she goes, no, he goes to this high school. Fast forward. Now, I didn't play um, high school ball like that. I played JV a little bit, but yeah. I mainly play AAU. So fast forward, our high school plays this high school. He transferred. It was him. Mm. All right. So <laughs> I'm just like, that's a lot. Yeah. So those two encounters shaped. Yep. So those two encounters had me feeling like, all right. Even if I find one that I think, uh, what's it like? What's the chances? Yeah, like almost like not even what's the chances. My 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 thought process is actually way worse. It's like what's the point? Not what are the chances? Oh, it's more like what's the point of being getting to know to. Yeah, like, what's the point? It's more like it. So then what does your dating life look like after that? Because, like, that's really, really young, first of all. So, like, you've been married for how long now? Uh, 2017. Okay. Since 2017. Yeah. Got you. So during this, before 2017. No, sorry, 2018. 2018. Got you. So from. Because you're going to be watching this. Okay. (laughs) Get it right. (laughs) We're going to get it right. We're going to correct them. That's right. 2018. So, from, <laughs> I know, I do not want to get him in trouble with the wife at all, <laughs> at all. So, from from being th- that last encounter happened, you said you you that was within months, yeah, yeah. So that was in high school months of of things happening. So your dating life looks like mm. what? Because my dating life looks like the. I don't know. I guess I just, uh, for lacking of a better phrasing, it probably just looks like I'm a serial dater who's cool. And then I could give you examples of how later on in life, like how that kind of affected me. And I'm like, oh, man, I I was kind of bugging. So did you feel, I I think I want to know when you're serial dating, and I I saw something on um, Instagram about this, and Mm -hmm. um, it was actually, I think, another podcast, and they were talking about this, but like, Mm -hmm. are men fulfilled in being a serial dater, or is it just like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nah, not at all. And Mm so, and I'll give you a breakdown. So, but even within my serial dating, so Mm -hmm. I still would have, um, what do you call it? Serious relationships. So, so there were in between, Okay. in between. So like, there's this whole high school room of me like serial dating. Then I go probably until we're about to, uh, graduate from Berkeley. Okay. And then I start dating someone serious. And then I date them seriously for a while. Like so there were moments where 
I feel like I was able to lock in and commit to a degree. But when I look back, Mm -hmm. even though I was committing and I felt like I was giving myself, Mm -hmm. I was not. I was still, I would be in a longer term serious relationship still giving the little bit, the little bit. And it would just it would just be a longer relationship and I would be committed to them and I may not be out dating other people doing that. But but you weren't. But the level. Yeah. The level of investment of emotion and sharing and all of those things, those things weren't there because I'm operating in a serious relationship under uh, these extreme noncommittal terms to a degree. And you never had a conversation with, like, those people that you did have long-term relationships with? Or did it ever come up where they, like, hey, I, well, I feel like you're here type thing? Or I th- In a couple of occasions, yeah. But yeah. the accountability wasn't, like, it took, it took, so I'll probably say I had four serious relationships. relationships. Okay. So the first two serious relationships I had, mm-hmm. there was love there. There was a, I, I committed to them, but there were certain things they weren't necessarily holding me accountable for, and so I would just be kind of riding on those things. Like, can you give an example of like what what you felt like they weren't holding you accountable for in those relationships? Connecting more emotionally, mm-hmm. sharing more. Um, letting them know where I was at, and when I mean when I'm saying where, I, like I would let you know where I was I at know what physically, you mean, but like right. And where I wasn't are you? like, are you yeah. good? Are you? And I wasn't doing those things. Okay. And I felt like in those first two relationships, mm-hmm. those those women weren't necessarily holding me accountable, and maybe they didn't know how to hold me accountable, and um, again, you know. I do have the ability to make you feel comfortable. Yeah. And, and those safe things. In those spaces. And, no, and those things. So, to a degree, it may have been difficult for them to hold me accountable because maybe they felt like, you know how you, you, you're in a relationship, you feel like, okay, I'm not getting A, B, and C, but I'm getting the rest of the alphabet. Like, yeah. Let me not complain about that. Let me not complain about it. So, I think. In some ways, I may have put them in that situation to a degree, okay. if that makes sense. All right. So you had those four. What about the other two women that you had serious relationships with? Were they more holding you accountable where you're coming? Because at this point that you're doing this, are you? is it something that's conscious that you're doing? I don't or is think it it's just, conscious. I think I'm just operating. That's like, just how you, I feel you like I'm being accountable in these areas, but I'm not. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I could give you, I'll give you, um, I'll give you an example that it hurt me. And it, it's like one of those things where um, I didn't commit to this woman. Okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, she was, she was really my girlfriend. At the end of the day, I may not have uh, said, yeah, you are, but yeah. she, she kind of was, right? So... Um, I was dating this girl. She, she, I think she's definitely younger than me, right? Yeah. And we were dating for a while. And and this is how I'm navigating, and I'm so oblivious, right? 
and I'm not being held accountable. Like, so, you know, I, I met her mom. I've probably had dinner with her family a couple of times. And you weren't calling her your girlfriend? No. So, no. So, okay. so, 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 I'm, I'm a, I'm a just dig just so. a little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And some, I feel like some of your questions will get answered <laughs> in, in the further explanation. So, yeah. um, fast forward a few months later, she does get, she gets pregnant, right? But she's, she's telling me that she's not sure if she's pregnant. You know how, like, in your heart of hearts, you know, like, yeah, you're pregnant. So she was just like, um, you know, I haven't had my yeah. cycle, et cetera, et cetera. And so, again, remember, I'm the guy. I will take care of things. I'll make sure you're good. I go to HR. I'm like, all right, I have my lady friend. She's pregnant. And I want to make sure she's taken care of. I want to make sure, like... So they're, um, they're setting up the insurance so that she can be on it. So these, like, things will be in, in place. place. But I'm still not, like... Committed to her. I'm not... Cl- and I'm not claiming her. Like, I'm not... So... And is she, is she trying to make you accountable? Because you're, like, me and the family. Now she's I think pregnant. that I think that was her way of doing it. But mm. she's not necessarily saying it to me. Yeah. So let me ask you but this. But in, in, if I would have been paying attention, I should have caught on, right? Yeah. But I did. I just because, again, you know how they say uh, they say sometimes what you'll do is your past is here. Mm-hmm. And you kind of take your past. You put it in a backpack, you put it on your back, and you bring it with you in the present and in the future. Oh, absolutely. So that's what I was doing. I'm I'm kind of still living out some of those things yeah. in the way that I operated in those noncommittal ways um, in, in, in relationship. Because really, she... Even though I don't claim her as a serious relationship, she kind of was a serious relationship. She was surely a serious relationship. Right. And I just, I guess, again, from the woman's perspective, I'm listening, but I'm yeah. also thinking on her side of things, right? She's definitely feeling like your girlfriend, whether yeah. you're claiming her or not, right? right? Yeah. And you're making her more comfortable in that, like being like, hey, let me check these benefits out. So it, it, there's almost a... Um, a false hope that she has, like, this is like it. Like, we're going to, you know, yeah. be together and we're going to have a baby. And, like, because yeah. it's not like you re- your response was like, oh, no, d- you know, get yeah. rid of it, whatever. It's almost an Im- invitation for her to feel more safe in that place. Right. Um, but, I, but I think in my non-commitment, yeah. I made her feel less safe. It's like she knew... She knew, like, oh, he's not going to abandon me. But I don't know if he's going to commit to me. Mm-hmm. And I think in her mind of minds, it's like, if I'm going to have someone's child, I need both. And that makes sense to me. Oh, absolutely. Especially now. Now. Gotcha. It totally makes sense to me. So let's fast forward a couple months later. Yeah. She's like, um, yeah, I just, I got 
some tests done. And I know she, it's like in that moment, I'm mm-hmm. like, this chick is lying to me. I know that she was pregnant. Yeah. She, so she goes, you know, I'm not, I'm not pregnant. Um, I find out. And then she goes, um, aren't you happy? And I was just like. Yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, and you don't believe her. And I don't believe her. Yeah. So uh, you fast forward a few years now at this point, because mm. um, I was still living in Jersey at this point, okay. like the tail end of me living in Jersey. And so, um, yeah, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm engaged at this point, but I run into her. Okay. Um. She went to Rutgers Newark, and that's actually where I actually run into her. Mm. Like she goes, "Hey, can I talk to you?" And I was just like, "Okay." And then I'm just like, "Well, what do you need?" Because I'm about to hop on a train and go back into New York, yeah. right? So she goes, um, "No, I really, I just really want to share something with you." And I'm just like, "Are you nervous? Do you think?" Yeah, because I'm like, she's trying to get. I don't know what. Oh, okay. She's. I was thinking, did she keep the kid and not say nothing? Oh, I ain't that? even think. I oh, ain't okay. even think that because I, I didn't think that because, you know, we still had dealings for. Okay. You know how like it's on the way out, but you're yeah, still you still messing dealing. With yeah, and. It would have shown up at that point if yeah. if she hadn't. So when she speaks to me at that moment, she goes, you remember when, blah, 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 you know, then mm-hmm. she goes, I just wanted to tell you, I did get an abortion. And it's like she's sharing me. She kind of wants to tell me, I guess. Yeah. And I guess maybe she was waiting to run into me. I don't know what. No, it's just but, opportune time. Yeah, so sat in a little cafe um, in Rutgers Business School, and, yeah. and she starts telling me. And so I go like, "Well, you know, why didn't you just, why didn't you just say that's what you wanted to do?" Mm-hmm. And she goes like, "Well, I didn't want to do that, but here's the thing." She's like, "You know," she kind of tells me, "You know, I'm." She goes like, "You know, I'm Dominican and." My family is like, we're really family oriented. She was like, I was about to have your child and you wouldn't even call me your girlfriend. Like, do you understand like the level of commitment? And I got it. You know, I did really get it. I did feel the loss of like feeling like I lost a child. Yeah. But I did understand where she was coming from. Mm -hmm. And I did understand that like, if you are going to... Because a child is a it's like a life changing commitment. Absolutely. And if you feel any form of wishy washiness with this person, that I mean, that can throw your whole life out of whack, you yeah. know, with with the child. So I did understand it, but it it hurt me because from the perspective of when I found out that she was, when mm-hmm. she said she, it's like I knew she was. Yeah. But confirmation of what you already knew. Yeah. So yeah. it's just that confirmation. And then um, I wrote like a whole little like poem just to kind of help myself like deal with it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so. So was that the relationship that kind of changed how you saw relationships? Nope. Okay, so what? So even after that, because maybe we missed so, somewhere so, in between. But so like, yeah, yeah, I kind of okay. fast forward it. So if okay. we go back, I want to say maybe 
maybe two, uh, maybe two years after her. Yeah. Um, I was dating this 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 woman. Um, she had a child. Um, you know, she was kind of at the at this junction of time. She was like going through a divorce, and we kind of met, and we kind of clicked, mm-hmm. and we dated seriously for probably like five to six months. Mm-hmm. She was the one who kind of pulled out the the accountability for me, right? Mm. You know, it was at one point when I wasn't sharing something with her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no. She was like, she was like, I trust you with a lot. And it's true. She did trust me with a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, again, remember, I make people feel really comfortable. So she would feel comfortable you know, she is a lawyer, so there were times where she may need to kind of go back to the office, look through paperwork. Being a lawyer is a lot. So yeah. shout out to all lawyers. All right, now. Um, so she would be like, I need to leave my son with you. Okay. And I mean, for five-hour stint of... Yeah, you being with her child. Right. And yeah. he's good. Like, we got a good little relationship. Yeah. Um, so... In that, there were certain things I wasn't sharing, and then she was just like, no, this is blah, blah, blah. And she's just like— Held you accountable. Held me accountable. Now, with that accountability comes me opening up a little bit more. Gotcha. I'm putting more on the table. So now that investment that I wasn't putting in all the other stocks, yeah, and um, I invested it. And I felt like I, I definitely got a great return from it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing with how much you invest, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the stock you're going to invest in, really analyze it, and if you invest in it the right way, you'll get the return. And yeah. I got a lot of return. And my relationship with her was very short, but it was definitely one of my most impactful relationships. Wow. I learned a lot about... Um, of what it could mean to uh, have a family. Okay. Because, you know, there were moments because of how I navigated that made women feel like, oh, Aaron's a cool dude. He has, like, a lot of great things going for himself. However, I don't know if he's the relationship dude. I don't know if he's the marrying dude. Mm. He might just be the... Have a good time, dude. Yeah, cool, fun, have a good and time. So and so I, I had two women tell me that. Wow. Like, literally be like, you're the party dude to have a good time with. I'm not expecting. I know, like, almost like I know, you know, like I'm going to get a loan for a house <laughs> or something. Yeah. I know your credit history. <laughs> I know how you spend, so. So, Yeah. So, yeah, let's just have a good time, right? And then um, when the other girl I dated got the abortion, kind of that kind of put thoughts in my head of, like, damn, would I even be a, a good father, right? Mm. So, so now, because of how I've been doing things, now I'm questioning, uh, I'm questioning myself, like, would I even be good as a— Husband, would I even be good? At yeah, her? but your parents, you've you've seen what? Yeah, what that. But that doesn't like. mean you won't question it, mm, especially I got you. especially when you're getting feedback of like, 
So People what I'm saying is, that. I got you. So what I'm saying is, the relationship with her gave me validation in a lot of those areas. Wow, because she has a, a child, right. and then you're able to function in the relationship you have, right. as well as kind of serve as what it would look like to be like, hey, babe, I got to go back to work. Right. The child, you know, have a good time. Y'all have a good time. And yeah. what that looked like to even right. be a father. And then, um, you know, also just to add on, I also had a good relationship with her parents. Oh, wow. Like, I could call, like, I could call them now. They would answer the phone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it looked like family. So what, so, in in the accountability what I, I got you. You're looking at yourself at this time. You're kind of figuring, okay, well, in the past, I've been, I know I've been functioning in this. Yeah. But how does that relationship so, end? So it ends, it ends partially because, all right, so she was married, right? Mm-hmm. She was married for a time. Yeah. But even before she got married, she only really dated one person. So she doesn't really know what that looks like. Gotcha. Right? Like, she doesn't know what... She literally doesn't know what dating, dating looks, looks like. like. I've been guilty Not that, that we couldn't have worked, but I think I was too soon. Or for her to... Like, she wanted to get some other experiences. You know what I mean? She wanted to know what certain things, I think... Felt like. Felt like. And not to go back into what she just came out of. So right. Right. Gotcha. Like, she literally just... You know what I mean? So, yeah. I think um, it ended from... From that vantage point. And then um, I think part of me, you know, she did do something that was like a little ill. And then it was like she like right on the tail end of us getting ready to separate. Like she went out with somebody but didn't tell me. Right. Okay. And so um, she did end up telling me later. And then um, it just kind of had me look back at who I was and even if even if I was like um hey we're not in a commitment we're not mm-hmm. some of the things that we were doing were that gotcha so it's confusing to whoever I was seeing right gotcha so in getting that from her it had me look back at how I was operating gotcha and mm-hmm. a lot of my past like um relationships whether committed and or not like and in seeing those things I got to really foresee like dude you was wild in here you was wild in there you may have you may have like tried to do what lawyers do is like I put it in writing <laughs> right yeah. like I said it to you but when your actions uh, go against that in relationship, that's just confusing. Yeah. And now I really, after her, I really got it, right? And part of the reason why I got it is because I actually invested. Got you. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people say one thing, like you said, you put it in writing, like, hey, I don't want a relationship. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you do, you want everything that comes with a relationship without the relationship commitment or in or right. title. Right. And um, 
I don't know. I, I mean, I see that. I see that on both sides today because relationships look crazy in 2022. It's <laughs> right, a little, right, right. little bit of pee in the pool. Um, <laughs> but I think it comes from, I'm, I'm being funny, but I do think it comes from people not being really self-aware of where they are mm-hmm. and and not being honest about where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really articulating that and um, women, I'm just going to give them this, and I'm sure that men do it too. It's like when somebody tells you where they are, if that's not for you, it's okay to be like, hey, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that doesn't work for me and move yeah. along without the the imagination in your head of like, hey, well, they will change or they will see how right. great of a woman I am. I had right. somebody else on the show um Jamel, um, relationship mechanics. And he was like, if you're, you know, if you go into a a home and they don't have granite countertops, but you know, you need that, then why keep coming back to the same place? And I think so often it's like, I don't know if people feel like, Hey, you know, some things are just worth waiting for. It's like, it's worth waiting for the right thing instead of getting 10 bad things. Like just, you know, take some time and be like, Hey, I like you. I've met people and I'm like, they're good people. They aren't my people. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whether it's friendships or intimate relationships. And I think we have to do a a better job in stewarding ourselves. Cause sometimes we get into relationships knowing dang on well, what that man said or dang on well, what that woman said. And then you're, you're injuring that injury is one that you inflicted on yourself. Cause that person told you what it was. But I want to go back to the end and transition to where you are now, but the end of that relationship do you think it changed you so much? Because all while you're telling it, I'm thinking in my head, oh, my God, this is going to be another blow that sends you back to that cool kid mentality that, hey, I'm just operating. What do you think was different about that relationship that didn't send you back and say, you know what? I've been here before. Never doing like we tell, tell ourselves, never doing this yeah. again, never feeling this pain again. Like, what do you think it was about that relationship that made you open enough to even be able to be in the marriage that you're in now? Like, um, If I'm, like, really, you know, thinking about it, mm-hmm. well, one, it was me being able to just say, all right, I am going to invest in this mm. with everything, right? Yeah. And um, I think before I was trying to prevent hurt, mm-hmm. but... <clears throat> that hurt can come in, you know, various different ways. But I think it was that investment. And then just like the dialogue and transparency between the two of us that allowed me to like really see like two people can actually really be in relationship mm-hmm. and really uh, be in a space to try to put one another uh, in a good place and, you know, have them you know, take the next steps to just be the best, you know, version of themselves. Mm. And so I got that from that relationship. And then she also got some of those things from me. So it was that. So the biggest thing was that I just never invested. I never, I never gave all of myself to Mm -hmm. any of, to all of the other relationships, even when I wanted to, I didn't give all of myself because Mm. Um, I was trying to prevent myself from 
you know, getting any time, any type of hurt. Hurt. And a lot of times I didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. In those scenarios, I didn't get hurt. Gotcha. But, you know, like what I said earlier, um, as time went on, I would be dating women and some of them would be like, oh, I know you're the party guy or whatever they would say. Right. Yeah. And that's where the hurt came in. Right. Wow. Because um, now I'm just. The, the the guy right yeah like um they always say like, like a piece of meat <laughs> yeah I don't yeah like that and just like oh you ever hear people say like oh you don't want to be the oldest chick in the club yeah. or you don't want to be uh, the old guy so you feel still like getting bottles yeah right so <laughs> still getting <laughs> bottles in the club yeah who wants to be that guy you know what yeah. I mean so. They were kind of validating that, and that was what was hurting. So, at the end of the day, my non-investment hurt me. Yeah. Just not in the way that I thought it would. Wow. But it did hurt. Yeah. So, so when you when you meet your wife, mm-hmm. um, is that process now? You just like so I'm going all in at that point. Um. So I've known my wife since. Probably 2002, I want to say. Okay. So you guys have been friends. So we've been friends. So we both have witnessed uh, great deals of growth between one another. We've been friends. We've, you know, been a little bit more than friends, then back to friends. Yeah. um, Just kind of uh, still being in communication with each other. Mm -hmm. And then... um, you know, as I got the keys to being open, yeah. it allowed me to be more open with her. And don't get it twisted. This is still a process of learning to still be open, open. and more vulnerable, even to today. today. Like, yeah. you know, we we had a discussion uh, Friday about, you know, some things. And um, I do see remnants of uh, of of that burying situation that I explained to you yeah. in in the uh, situation I, in the last episode or the episode before. Yeah, you know? with so, trauma, yeah. Yeah, so um, those are things that I'm still working on, right? Yeah. And those things are, you know, supporting me and, and just being a better man. I love that, though. I think, um, and I said this on another episode, but um, there was someone and they were saying, make sure when you say I do, and I've never been married, but mm-hmm. um, that you say I do to all the different versions of that person that they will grow into because yeah. the person you marry that yeah. day will not be the person that they are in five years or 10 years or 15 years. And we're constantly growing, yeah. but I love, um, and shout out to your wife. I love the space that you guys created and continue to create. Cause I feel like that is so important. And, um, and just having re- a, a healthy relationship is, you know, as a, as yeah. a whole to make people feel comfortable that, hey, I st- I'm still working on me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We're not healed is a journey is not a destination. It really, really isn't like yeah. we come with so much stuff. And when we really start doing introspection of who we are and why we are and why we do certain things, it takes a lot. And it takes a lot of vulnerability on that person's part. And then also the the opposite. 
opposite party to be able to provide a space for that person to grow. It's like a plant, yeah. right? It's like yeah. you can't put, if I put a plant in this cup mm-hmm. and I was outgrown that space, can I provide a bigger space for them to continue growing? Yeah. And um, I love the man again. I, and again, we've always just been cool. So I've watched the yeah. evolution of who. AB used to be and who AB is and we often have conversations so it's all and I think I was telling you the 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 other time we were talking on the phone that it's amazing for you know, knowing you for since I was probably sixteen. Yeah. You know what I mean? To at at forty something years old, still be able to have a conversation yeah. that when we leave I feel replenished and like, dang, I never thought about that or challenged in certain ways. And that is not, people don't experience that in regular relationships, let alone marriages. Yeah. Yeah. So I think too, is like, um, you, you're not really living life unless you are continually growing. Right. Yeah. So when you look at like the growth of like flowers, Mm -hmm. right. The moment they stop growing, is the moment they die. Yeah. Right? So, um, and I think that's the case for relationships. I think that's the case for, you know, business, all of these things. The moment the growth stops is the moment that these things die. So um, I'm going to continually push the envelope on growth. Yeah. And... I'm going to continue looking at ways to, you know, look at how self-aware I am and where I am and where I am with other people. Yeah. I always say checking in. I, you know, I have my kids are way older than your children. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we ha- I have this thing with my boys and I have DJ will almost be 20, which is crazy. Um, in May. Wow. Yeah. And Jaden's 15. But I have wow. I have. Places and spaces of just like, you good? Not yeah. just how was your day at school? Like, everything good? How you mm-hmm. feel? Like, yeah. because there's so many things I think about when I was a child that, you know, nobody was asking me that. I was internally, you know, yeah. in different places and spaces and feeling this way and whatever. And it's so important for the listeners to check in with those people um, that you love, whether those are your children, whether those are your friends, like people, yeah. you know, whether that is your mate. Um, and I think it's a place to, that we all can get to. I pray that I can get over my relationship trauma because I do have it. I, I think what I have that I love so much, and I was just talking to um, Amber about this, is like um, right now or just in general, like when it comes to dating, I think it's harder for me to date because I'm really in a place of like I have loving relationships. Mm. Um, yeah, like that I'm happy with. And like I, I don't feel like it, there used to be a point in my life, especially relationally, that I felt like I was missing something. And I, I know that a lot of women have this. Again, we were groomed that way, most of us, that you know, first comes love, then comes marriage, you know, it comes <laughs> right, with a baby right. carriage. So it was this, it was this rush to the altar. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, for, for women, no different than what you kind of talked about, like men will get injured in a relationship and that'll bring them back. Women will continue to try and think we had this like brief conversation, yeah, continue yeah. to try because the goal is to get married. Like if you would have asked me not about career, not about anything else, like, my ultimate goal at a point in life was family. 
You know Same. what I'm saying? And it what it was that. And I I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with family. I'm uh, I am saying that sometimes rushing to the altar or rushing into relationship, yeah. you don't take the introspection that you need from yeah. both parties and you just want the <laughs> you know, a lot of people want the ring to be like, Hey, I'm married. Um, they want the wedding but they don't think about the marriage and they put more in, they'll spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars on a wedding and they they haven't had and again, everybody's not gonna go to counseling or coaching or whatever, but they have not put that level of investment into the relationship. Like they're just like, We cute together, we have cute kids, we gonna move along and it's like, mm, hey Yeah. Um, yeah, there's gonna come a time you wake up next to somebody and probably don't know who the hell they are. Yeah. Yes, that's gonna be your the your partner, but they've changed and can you evolve with them and are you willing to evolve with them? Yeah. So my advice again for the women, um, and men, I want people to take yeah. their time, like yeah. Take all right. So just as, as the guy who just explained his whole uh, scenario yeah. to you, take some time, but you know, don't don't get too carried away with with the length of time. Like yeah. you know, be you know, be honest and, and intentional. Yeah, but definitely take your time because you don't yeah. want to end up in scenarios uh, that are you know ill for you yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So. Take your time, but also, you know, be intentional. Intentional. Yeah. I think it's intentionality. Like, I don't, yeah. I, and I'm intentional. I'm intentional about every relationship I have in my life at this point. Oh, dope. From business um, to my homies who I'm chilling with, yeah. um, down to who I want to spend my life with. And I think, too, the other thing that I didn't have for a long time is, like, Women, like, from from me to you, like, you get to—that's why it's called a proposal. You get to choose that person back. Like, sometimes, again, the ring is so, like, oh, it's a ring. I'm going to be married. I could say my mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. But is that somebody that you can grow with? Yeah. And that's, like, a big question. And people, again, you are in the moment. You're kind of like, it's okay to take your time. And I don't mean, like, I I agree with you. You don't want to be the—I want to say the old lady in the club. But you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be the old lady in the club. But you also don't want to be the person that's going to end up in the club anyway because you chose wrong to begin with, right? And then you—that don't work out. And now you're really the old lady in the club. And you're like, how do I get back? You know what I mean? Take your— Take your time. My prayer is for everyone is like, Lord, give me the patience to wait for what's right and not right now. Like, yeah, no, because I don't want. Yeah, I don't want the temporal thing. I really want something that lasts. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know what I mean? Like you and your wife, the foundation is so much deeper because even though you probably guys weren't probably together, there is. You said 2020 or whatever. Y'all yeah. known each other for a yeah, tremendous, yeah, yeah. Amount, of tremendous amount of time to at least have the highlights. And yeah. right now, people meeting each other and just be like, I'll be like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying it can't happen. Sometimes that, way. that works. Sometimes depending it does. on how how transparent I guess you yeah. are with with one another. But I think um, even before you know, me and my wife started dating seriously, right? Yeah. We knew such a tremendous amount about, about one another, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, once we got together, we still had a whole tremendous amount of things to learn about each other still, yeah. but it's so much, uh, it's a combination of history yeah, 
in in futurism because now I, I get I get to really get to know all of the things that I've known in the past, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is a good scenario when I get to bring the past into the future oh. and like see that growth I between the both of us. Yeah, I love it. So what what advice before we get out of here, or what wisdom? would you tell you gave some wisdom but what what would you tell men who feel like they've identified hey i see this pattern mm-hmm. of behavior where they're yeah. unavailable or whatever and they serial dating or they mm-hmm. out here and they looking like they about to be the old dude in the club type <laughs> thing <laughs> that's just scenario but what yeah. what wisdom would you give somebody especially a man mm-hmm. who feels like that especially also in the culture that we live in right now that's kind of glorifying that type of behavior well, I think one one thing you want to do as a man is like really be open and honest about what it is that you want, mm-hmm. and don't let um, you know social norms dictate how you're going to operate out in the world. Because part of me feels like a lot of men that I've met, mm-hmm. they're letting like these social norms dictate, um, you know, how that's going to work. And then mm-hmm. the other part is is like if you want to know what relationship looks like, Mm -hmm. you should, you know, talk to your friends that are in relationship. And and when when I say that, I mean, talk to those folks that are in good relationship, like they've been in relationship for a while. Yeah. Um, You could tell they want to grow with one another and look at how that looks on, you know, you're not going to get everything from that. Yeah. I got a lot from you know, seeing that in others, right? Like, I got a chance to see it in my parents. Mm-hmm. I got a chance to see it in some friends who, you know, my friend, uh, you know, he's been married, man, he's been married since uh, 2000. He's still married. Wow. You That's know what awesome. I mean? And um, so there, these, these relationships do exist. Mm-hmm. Try to look at those and then see how you can put that stamp on it for yourself and then be open to being in relationship because remember I told you for so long I was unwilling to invest into a relationship uh, 100%. So as a result you're going to only get the percentage that you're putting in. in. And remember I told you when I put in even though it ended even though that relationship ended Mm -hmm. I still got so So much much. from that relationship. So you know, that's the, you know, what I would share gotcha. is looking into those things. I love it. I love it. We yeah. thank you for having, coming. <laughs> I was going to say, I thank you for having me, but yeah. I thank you for coming out. Yeah, no and problem. spending time. I'm going to need that jacket. Can you tell the people one more time where they can find you on social media so they can buy, they can't buy, can can they not buy this one? Could this be a limited edition? <laughs> I'm going to need an exchange. You got to do something cool. Like put the exchange yeah, let's, place. Let's, or let's do a collab. Yeah, let's do, we'll do a collab. Yeah. I was like, I'd love to have an exchange place or something. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to do a fun collab. Royal Threads with exchange the place. The exchange yeah. place. Yeah. No, we'll I'm serious. It. I'm serious, too. Okay, y'all heard it here first. It is whatever date it is. I don't know, but it's 2022, and A.B. just told me we're doing a collab. (laughs) So that means that me and we, I might get something cute so we can hook Marvin up, too. We're going to have the whole world thread up in here. (laughs) So uh, you you can check me out at Royal Threads NYC, and the Royale has an E at the end. 
Um, and you can go to that dot com as well. So that's Royal Threads NYC. Yeah. So we out of here. We will see you next week. <laughs>